0: another Gentile year is coming to an end. On the last Bible in the News of 2018, we take some time to review some of the key events of the year in the light of Bible prophecy. Hello, this is Matt Davies joining you for another Bible in the News. We read in the Bible that God has created the world and that he is in control of human affairs. He has brought this world to its current political state The reason for this is so that, in contrast to the mess that man has made of things, God can found his own universal kingdom on the earth. Under God's government, all nations will then be blessed. The Bible tells us that the Jewish nation of Israel, established after a period of being scattered among the nations, will be this kingdom. And all other nations the empire attached to that kingdom. The kingdom will be ruled over by the Lord Jesus Christ, who is to return to the earth to set it up. The current way of life of the majority of today's society will, in the days of the kingdom, be considered as being ignorant. For in the age to come, we read in Isaiah 11 verse 9 that the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The amazing blessings of being part of this coming kingdom are detailed in what the Bible calls the gospel, the gospel which simply means the good news. Many times in the New Testament we read of Jesus and his early followers preaching the gospel of the kingdom. The Bible is full of things relating to this coming golden age soon to be realised upon the earth. In the gospel there is an invitation To all who believe what God has promised, to be part of and share in this kingdom through the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. The invitation has certain conditions attached to it, namely faith in the things promised by God and in the work of the Lord Jesus Christ and also obedience to God. The rulership of the nations during the kingdom period will be in accordance with God's rather than man's standards. There will be just laws and institutions with perfect and righteous people to administer them. The government of mankind at this time will be committed to the Lord Jesus Christ and to those who he accounts worthy to rule with him. We read in the Bible that the rulers of the world at this time will be immortal kings and priests and that these kings and priests will be made up of the called and chosen and faithful, as we read in Revelation 14:4 4 and 17:14 These will be the followers of the Lord Jesus Christ some of which will have been raised from the dead and others who are still living at the time of Christ's return The selection of who will have this privilege will take place at the return of Christ to the earth when he will conduct a judgment to determine which of his followers are worthy to receive the gift of eternal life and to rule with him in the kingdom. The rulership of Christ will continue for a thousand years, after which there will be a change. Sin and death will be fully abolished, and the earth at that point will be inhabited only by immortal people, for it is written, The wicked shall not inhabit the earth. Proverbs 10, verse 30. The final state of the population upon our planet at the end of the thousand years will be a group of people who are all holy and immortal, having been redeemed from among the descendants of Adam and Eve, the first human pair who sinned against God and brought death and mortality into the human race. They will have obtained this privilege through the principle of believing what God has promised and by doing what he commands. And at the end of the thousand years, God's purpose with his creation will be accomplished. If you want some verses to back all of those statements up, please see the written format Bible in the News for this week. Now, this is what we, the authors of the Bible in the News, believe. As members of the Christadelphian community, we hold to these essential teachings of the gospel of the Bible. We believe that, sadly, mainstream Christianity has moved far away from the saving truth revealed in the scriptures. The nations of the world, then, are all destined to be eventually brought under the control of the Lord Jesus Christ when he returns to the earth. Long ago, the great prophet Ezekiel was compelled by God's power to record the latter-day prophecy of Ezekiel chapter 38, which gives us further details of this great event. The prophecy is set at a time when the Jews have returned to their land after a period of dispersion. Within this prophecy, we find the names of ancient nations who will unite under a mysterious character called Gog to form an alliance. This attacking force will swoop down upon the nation of Israel in the time just before Christ manifests himself to the nations. Harmonizing this chapter with other prophecies such as Daniel 11, Joel 3, Revelation 16 and Zechariah chapters 12 to 14, we realise that Ezekiel 38 has been revealed by God to help us understand what to expect from the nations just before the Lord Jesus Christ returns and sets up the kingdom. It is a depiction of the events which lead up to the great battle of Armageddon described in Revelation 16 and verse 16. By tracing the ancient names of the peoples mentioned in Ezekiel 38, we realise that events in the world today are rapidly moving in the direction of the state of these nations prophesied by the prophet and give us an assurance that Jesus will soon return to this earth to establish God's kingdom. Watching and looking at world events through the lens of Bible prophecy is what the Bible in the News project is all about. In Ezekiel 38, we read of ancient names of the peoples which will make up the invading force. They are the Rus, Magog, Meshech, Tubal, Persia, Ethiopia, Libya, Goma and the house of Tagama. We identify these as being Russian, Iranian and Turkic nations with Western and European peoples as well as the Libyans and Ethiopians. The prophecy explains that these will all form the invading force against Israel just before the Lord Jesus Christ returns. We also read of another set of nations in verse 13 of Ezekiel 38, Tarshish and her young lions, Sheba and Dedan. These we identify with Britain and her allies and the Gulf states. These nations, we read, are busily trading together at the time of the invasion into Israel by the Gogian confederacy in the north. Seemingly, these nations can do nothing to stop the attack. The most notable aspect, though, of the prophecy of Ezekiel 38 is that of the Jews, God's people. The prophecy explains that these events will take place when the Jews have returned to their land, become prosperous, and are dwelling in relative safety. Now, with this overview in mind, then, let us consider the events of this year. Firstly, we'll focus on Israel. And it's been another year with Israel dominating the headlines. We began the year with the world still reeling from Donald Trump's announcement in December 2017 that the United States would recognise Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. The USA officially realised this announcement on May 14th, 2018, when they opened a new embassy aligning with the 70th anniversary of the Israeli Declaration of Independence. They opened this embassy in Jerusalem. As we would expect, the UN voted resoundingly against this. The Israeli Declaration of Independence in 1948 was a significant sign to those who believe in Bible prophecy. The declaration of the Jewish state and the return of the Jews to their land is a fulfilment of Bible prophecy. Now, this has occurred 70 years ago, and we wonder how much more time will lapse before the events In Ezekiel 38 and the great return of the Lord Jesus Christ will take place. We witnessed escalating violence on the Gaza border in connection to the 70th anniversary of the event, but a planned third infatada never really materialised. There was also continued international pressure on Israel about building in the West Bank area. This is, again, highly significant from a prophetic point of view because the West Bank is an area in the heart of Israel's mountainous region. The prophecies specifically speak about these mountains being the area of conflict after the Jews have returned. Tensions with Iran, or the Persia of Ezekiel 38, continue to grow. In April, we saw Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu present over 100,000 documents detailing the extent of, Israel, of Iran's nuclear program and showing how the Iranians had been breaking their international agreement. This contributed to US President Donald Trump declaring the US would withdraw from the said agreement, which they did later in August, re-imposing sanctions on Iran. Despite this, Israel has been recently left in a difficult isolated position within recent weeks by Donald Trump, when he announced the withdrawal of troops from Syria. This move leaves Israel alone with its enemies on its doorstep. A recent news headline this week announced, Trump's Syria withdrawal hurts Netanyahu and US reputation, Israelis say. CNN, December 20th. And another, Trump. We give Israel billions, it can defend itself in Syria. Times of Israel, 27th of December. Over the course of this year, the UN amazingly voted to adopt 21 condemnations of Israel, mainly in relation to the West Bank. Significantly, there were only six other condemnations for other countries, showing the biased nature and double standards of the world against the Jewish state. It would appear that Israel and God's people, the Jews, are becoming more and more isolated on the world stage as we would expect from Bible prophecy. In terms of Israel's economy, the year ends with record unemployment figures and the economy has continued to grow through 2018. A double A credit rating was achieved for the first time this year by Israel. Again, significant in relation to the prophecy of the regathered people prospering. The year ends with a new Israeli election set for April 9th, 2019, and so we will watch this with interest. We'll now shift focus to Russia and her allies. Russia has also not been far from the headlines in 2018. It is Russia, we believe, who are the primary leaders of the invasion into Israel in the latter days. Early in the year, we saw Vladimir Putin be re-elected. And shortly afterwards, we witnessed his shocking announcements of superweapons in his ominous State of the Nation speech. He unveiled six new superweapons in a fiery address. Some of these have been reported to be invincible and unstoppable. His threats continued throughout the year. Notably, in October, he stated, Aggressors will be annihilated. Putin has threatened to target any European nations who allow US missile defences into their territory. In September, the world stood in awe of the power of the largest Russian war game since the Cold War, with more than 300,000 troops taking part. According to one report on Sky News, it was horrifying and awe-inspiring as Russia flexed Its military might. The Russian war in Ukraine dragged on throughout the year. It escalated sharply when the Russian Navy attacked three Ukrainian ships in the Sea of Azov. In response, Ukraine declared martial law. The Russians continued to be a strong ally of Assad in Syria and with Iran. Their presence in Syria has increased with an announcement in February of four new air bases being built and more troops being sent. In September, the Syrians accidentally downed an Israeli plane after a strike on a Syrian target, though uh, thought to be connected with Iran. This led to Russia challenging Israel's sovereignty on the Golan Heights, upgrading Syrian air defences and deploying troops on the Golan Heights. One report by Arutz Sheva stated, Russia's latest move in Syria, reveal it as an enemy. It's amazing to see Russian troops to the north of Israel's border, as we would expect from Bible prophecy. The increase in momentum in Syria is most significant, as this month Donald Trump announced the withdrawal of US troops from Syria, leaving Syria to the power of Russia and her allies, The New York Times ran an article on this entitled Syria's Pullout by US Tilts Mideast Towards Iran and Russia, Isolating Israel, December 20. This is worthy of note from a prophetic point of view. We would expect from Ezekiel 38 that Russia and not the US will dominate the Middle East. It's especially interesting to see the Iranians, the Persians of Ezekiel 38, and the Russians, the Rus allied together as the prophecy declares they would be. This year, the Russians have also been busy in North Africa. In March, Russia announced intergovernmental agreements on military cooperation with Ethiopia, and new bases have been built and expanded in eastern Libya by Russia. Again, this is highly significant from the perspective of the outline of the nations in Ezekiel 38. What's been happening in Europe? Well, the prophecy does indicate an alignment in military and political policies between Russia, the Russ, and the European nations of Magog and Goma. And this is yet really to be fulfilled, but could come into play very swiftly. Eastern European countries are scared of the Russian threat on their doorsteps. For example, the Swedish government were reported to have written to millions of their citizens this year with advice on how to prepare for a Russian attack. Despite all this, we've seen many headlines and events which show closer ties are being formed between European countries and Russia. In October, we witnessed the holding of hands between the Russian, French and German leaders when they met in Turkey to discuss the Syrian conflict. Also in October, it was reported that any new sanctions that might be proposed against Russia would be vetoed by Italy. We've seen further movement for more integration and calls for a European army. Notably in November, Emmanuel Macron of France and Angela Merkel of Germany both publicly announced support for the idea. This and other statements by the political elite of Europe show signs that cracks are appearing in the NATO agreement. And Trump has suggested the USA will pull out of that. In July, he publicly spoke out against NATO and displayed open contempt for Germany and other NATO members. Perhaps with the waning of the strength and influence of America and the rising of the power of Russia, we will soon see a realignment to the powers of Europe as they bend to Russian aggression. At the back end of the year, we have seen the riots by thousands of demonstrators known as Yellow Jackets in France, protesting about tax increase and a political elite which is forgetting its people. The revolutionary spirit is alive and well it seems. Another indication of the work of the frog-like spirits that we read of in Revelation chapter 16. This year, Has also seen an increase in European anti Semitism. Again, this is interesting in the light of Bible prophecy and the predicted invasion of the Jews in Israel. Our last focus point will be that of Britain, and Britain has seen some major international events affecting it this year. Back in March, there was an attempt to kill a former Russian agent and his daughter through the use of the Novichok nerve agent. In the UK. This sparked outrage between Britain and Russia, an interesting development, further cementing the distance between the two powers as we would expect from Bible prophecy. Brexit has been the dominant story throughout the year of British pro- politics. Protests have taken place on either side of the debate, and as we end 2018, Brexit is set to occur in March 2019. Theresa May has obtained a deal with the EU, but the UK Parliament are not fully in support of it. This has led to her trying to get further assurances from the EU. If she cannot obtain these or get a deal for Brexit, it may lead to a second referendum or Britain leaving with no deal. And this year we have seen Canada, Australia, the USA and the Gulf states all seek to secure trade deals with the UK after Brexit. Notably, the Queen and Theresa May welcomed the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia to the UK in March. This, is all, this all aligns with the prophecy of Ezekiel 38, which declares that Britain, or Tarshish, and her young lions, her independent colonial offspring, will be trading in the area of the Gulf, Sheba and Dedan, in the latter days. We are therefore witnessing the detachment of Tarshish from the Gogian powers of Europe, And there may be more twists and turns before she does so, but the prophets have declared the destiny of Britain and it lies outside of the ties of the EU. So there ends our brief review of 2018. The nations of the world are indeed being unwittingly brought into their places, just as the prophets of old have declared. The signs of the times have intensified. Will next year see the return of the Lord Jesus Christ? it could well do, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry, Habakkuk 2 verse 3. How we long for the fulfilment of the prophetic visions and for peace to be in Jerusalem and for the establishment of God's kingdom on the earth, and for the time when The earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Isaiah 11 verse 9. This has been Matt Davies joining you. Come back again next year, God willing, as we seek to watch the Bible in the news and the events which herald the return of Israel's king.